Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hey, it is Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, T-minus one day until Friday. Yay! I know. I'm pretty excited about it, too. I've got a honeydew list a mile long. It kind of went away because uh, my wife went to her mom's uh, on July the 4th. So twice the, uh, twice the work. Just a couple of quick notes here. Real quick notes to start the show. First of all, Brittany Griner has uh, uh, she's an NBA, a, a WNBA player, and she's in Russia, and she's in jail, and uh, she had just pled guilty to possession of uh, marijuana vaping product. Uh, first of all, when you go anywhere in the world, um, don't take your marijuana vaping products with you. It's just really not a good, not a good idea. I don't care how you get it into the country. There are a variety of ways that you can bring that stuff into the country, probably a little more uh, easy for, uh, uh, you know, people born women. But anyway, uh, just want a quick note to Brittany Griner. Uh, if you, as you go forward here with your with your sentencing or whatever's going to happen, and I mean this seriously, I hope that she doesn't go to jail very long because, you know, honestly, it's you know, I, I'm a human being and I don't want people to be thrown in jail uh, overseas in Russia for crying out loud. But at the uh, at the hearing today, what I would recommend is do not kneel during the Russian national anthem. It's not gonna be a good idea. I would do my very best if I were you. I would uh, I would uh, stand during that national anthem. Uh, I think that you you know uh, you show your utmost respect. I'm just I'm just saying that. Probably want to stand up the whole thing. Second of all, things have gotten so bad for Joe Biden, and this is where you go. How bad is it? <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, but things have gotten so bad with, uh, you know, 85% of the country feeling like the country is going in the wrong direction. Uh, Biden voters are literally rolling in their graves. I, there's a, there is a, a cemetery very near me here. And, uh, and I drove by there yesterday. I rolled down the window and I said, hey, don't blame me. You voted for him. So I would encourage you to do the same thing as you drive by a cemetery. Not a veteran cemetery, but, uh, you know, just a normal cemetery, maybe in a more Democrat area of where you live. When you drive by the cemetery, uh, roll down the windows. And let's do that. Let's make it viral, shall we? Let's do that. I will do it today. I will videotape it today. Uh, drive by a cemetery respectfully, respectfully, and just yell out the window, don't blame me. I didn't vote for him. I, I, would, I would do that. Uh, <laughs> And third of all, the third thing I want to start the show with today is there apparently there is, uh, uh, you know, some shortages happening in the country because of uh, supply chain issues and a completely ineffective transportation secretary, I think, who's so afraid of transportation that you might call him transphobic because he does nothing as transportation secretary but show up on talk uh, television to talk about his newborn twins or, you know, the fact that uh, this is all created by uh, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, so that, but the uh, trans uh, transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg has caused, or I should has presided over uh, shortages. You know, you got the tampon shortage, guys, which is probably a blessing for you because if you've ever been asked to go get that stuff for your your sig other, uh, presumably more than female, could be the other way. Don't know, but uh, you know, sometimes you stand in there and you're like, I don't know what the hell a pearl is. What is a pearl? Why would you want a pearl? You know, what's that? What's that? Mini, Maxi, Pearl, what, 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 what? So now you only got like one selection. So it's a little bit easier for, uh, for the guys in the audience who have to go get that stuff every once in a while for your sick other. It's not as embarrassing this way because there's only one there. There's the baby formula thing as well. Got, still got the, I haven't heard anything about the baby formula thing. Have you? Is it, has it been solved? Is it all over? I don't have a newborn in my life. So unlike Hunter Biden, he might have three or four. Who the hell knows? But has that been solved here? 
Well, the other one, the other big shortage today, apparently, and this is because of a, a photo that has gone viral around the country of Nancy Pelosi walking around a beach in Italy with her shirt undone and her uh, you know, 82-year-old cleavage hanging out. And so if you go to the store, uh, you're going to find a shortage of eye bleach. Eye bleach. It's, it there's, can't be found. for the Bacchus term they use by investing in food stamps. Don't use regular bleach. Don't. Nancy's not well. She's not all there. Close down a shop just to do her hair. Before she speaks, she doesn't think. Thanks to Botox, she cannot blink. <laughs> She's got those clown eyebrows. Seldom do you see any honesty. A gal of bad intent who's content to be. Sing along. Speaker of the house with the frozen face. Tearing up Trump's speech was a real disgrace. Never makes much sense, just like Sleepy Joe. Used her position to rake in the dough. Glad to do a friend a favor for a little stock advice. Insider trading proves that Nancy has her Hey, you got the information. Might as well use it. Speaker of the House, crazy as a loan. Hope that she'll lose the gavel soon. She will. A sentence she can't form, a thought she can't complete. In November, she must go down to defeat. She cannot remain the speaker underneath the giant dome. <laughs> Nancy has to go. Come on. Let's send her and Joe to a home. Make it big. Speaker of the House, but not for very long. Policies, they're dead wrong. Speaker of the house, how <laughs> clueless can she be? She may be even duller than AOC. And uh, that word uh, of the word. Yeah. The word. Isn't it a beautiful word? Yeah, so is the bird. The bird is the word. That's what I've heard anyway. So there you go, uh, Nancy Pelosi on the uh, beach. It's uh, I literally put up on the uh, social media, uh, Getter and Truth Social and all the rest about the uh, picture. And I apologize for doing the picture. Uh, so if it caused you any uh, damage at all, I, uh, I just want to issue my sincerest apology. I also put up a, a photo of that Rhode Island state senator uh, who's upside down and twerking. That's been going around. This woman decided to make it, I guess, into a campaign ad of, of some type. And I made a meme out of it featuring her upside down and twerking in a bikini. That's what the country... This used to be like a spring break on MTV. That's what, it, but now this is like mainstream culture. This apparently is is respectable. I, I assume, but uh, I, I put it on, <laughs> put on there, a typical Democrat, uh, you know, head in the sand and talking out her rear end. That's, uh, <laughs> that's how I put it uh, yesterday. So uh, there you go. That's uh, that's what you need to know. Those those come the uh, the big the big stories of the day. And trust me, we've got a whole lot more to get to uh, where the uh, where this started, including uh, Liz Warren saying probably the most evil thing that I could possibly ever imagine. Uh, Joe Biden yesterday was in, uh, he was in uh, Cleveland yesterday. And Cleveland rocks, by the way, I've heard. I've actually never been to Cleveland. Lived near Cincinnati, but I never made it up there. Made it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, it, it used to be known for, you know, like going there and getting shot, that kind of thing. But uh, things have apparently gotten better. Uh, but Joe Biden went to Cleveland yesterday, and he offered a, a shout-out to somebody who was supposed to be in attendance, uh, a, a politician, and uh, apparently the politician decided to leave before the end of the uh, the speech. Also here is David Krubbs, 
retired Teamster truck driver from North Carolina who faced nearly 70% cut in his pension. And now, also join me today is Rita Lewis. Where are you, Rita? Rita's here somewhere, I'm told. She stepped out. I don't blame her. No, she's Butch's widow. Okay, yes, uh, she probably uh, realized, like uh, Tim Ryan and Nan Whaley, uh, who are both running for Congress from Ohio, they skipped it all together, by the way. The big thing last night in Cleveland. Uh, well, Ohio's U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown attended the event along with a handful of uh, prominent Buckeye state elected officials. Uh, Representative Tim Ryan and gubernatorial uh, candidate Nan Whaley were conspicuously uh, absent. And if you noticed last night, if you're watching the news, a couple of different places, they were talking about all of the candidates who were saying, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely cool. Uh, I don't need uh, Joe Biden to come. And, and literally the talking point for Democrats right now around the country is, uh, I feel it's best for me to connect with the audience. Like, like I need to get the word out about me, and Joe Biden is a distraction. It's, just, it's fantastic. Nobody wants to be seen with this man because he's doing, I know this is going to come as a shocking to you, he's doing a terrible job as the president. He's really, really screwing things up. It's, ne- it's awful, and everybody knows it. Even if you go to Cleveland and deliver a speech with a bunch of sycophants who may have may not been paid to stand behind you. It was like the first time I've seen anybody behind Joe Biden. They probably had like 30 people behind Joe Biden. And uh, I would assume many of them didn't want to be there because they didn't act like they really wanted to be. I mean, not even uh, not a lick of enthusiasm behind uh, behind the president. That sounded weird. Anyway. Uh, we are in close contact with Congressman Tim Ryan in particular and work with him and also Nan Whaley, White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre told reporters aboard Air Force One. She says, we've worked and worked closely with him on, just as it relates to Tim Ryan, on a variety of issues, she added. And though he can't be here with us today, Tim Ryan put out uh, put, sorry, put out a statement supporting uh, uh, Biden's trip. That's what that's what it said. Put out a statement supporting Biden's trip. <laughs> it's like, you know, we are all for the president traveling. But what, what about his policies? Like I said, we support his trip to Ohio. Yes. That's how they answer questions and not answer questions in Washington, D.C. And uh, she also said, and we're in constant communication, meaning the, the president calls up and says, hey, hey, can Tim Ryan talk? And Tim Ryan's spokesperson says, you know, he's kind of busy right now. So uh, why don't you call back later and hangs up. That's the communication that they are having right now. And then, and then on top of everything, I didn't even realize there was a speech that the president gave on July the 4th was just a train wreck. It was, it was unbelievable. I saw Benny Johnson. He is a, a political commentator, millennial, and also a, a, a Newsmax contributor. He hosts the show on Newsmax as well, and I, and I respect him greatly. And he shared this with me this morning on Facebook. I'm going to share the audio uh, from that with uh, President Biden on, uh, on Monday, on July the 4th. He talks about, are you ready for this? The next phase of COVID? You want to guess what it is? You want to guess who could get COVID next, according to the President of the United States? Your pets. I wish I were kidding. I really wish I were kidding.
So we'll start off with uh, Joe Biden talking yesterday and on Monday, and then we're going to move into uh, uh, what's happened in uh, not only in Illinois, but also in Uvalde, Texas, with regard to uh, police literally letting the killer get away before he could do the killing, and they knew he was going to do it. I've got some audio from one of the teachers who uh, laid there next to his dead students and played dead while being kicked and having the, his own blood kicked in his face by the shooter to see if he was still alive. I'm going to share some of the audio on that and, uh, and much more. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. Be really, maintain a safe distance from your, your pet, by the way. You might want to stay six feet away and, and maybe if you, if you can, uh, you know, get little masks for your goldfish. Just, just, you can't be too safe. And by the way, that's about as believable as all the restrictions that uh, the CDC put on us that caused everything to collapse. 800-922-6680. This is a Thursday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden's first year in office summed up in three words. Welcome back, Carter. That's not right. It's not fair to us. And honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's The Rob Carson Show. Also here is David Krubs retired Teamster truck driver from North Carolina who faced nearly 70% cut in his pension. And now, also join me today is Rita Lewis. Where are you, Rita? Rita's here somewhere, I'm told. She stepped out. I don't blame her. No, she's... Yeah, she's I, don't, I don't blame her either, actually. It's something I might agree on. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, uh, or when I was a kid, when my kids were little, and we'd go to... You know, this is when they were like one or two, and, and don't think less of me, because, I mean, have you been to see a show like Sesame Street Live or Bear in the Big Blue House or The Wiggles? Yeah. Okay. So what I do is, while they were young enough, uh, if the show was just like I wanted to, I don't know, kill myself uh, watching the show, uh, maybe it's Elmo live on stage. Had to do that. Got to meet Elmo. Actually, I got to read the the, the real Elmo. Oh, my God, it was incredible. Anyway, um, and he wasn't even pushing the vaccine like he is lately. But uh, you know, the intermission would roll around, and I'd be like, uh, boy, oh boy, that was a heck of a show. And I would kind of applaud a little bit. The people around me like looking at me, and then I went, oh, 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 he's going to sneak out an intermission mission not come back for the second half of the show but uh <laughs> maybe that's what happened <laughs> maybe that's uh maybe that's what happened here is uh, here's the president yesterday president doofy as i like to call him talking about uh, how terrible the buy the uh, trump economy was how awful things were during the trump economy this is uh this is herbert hoover uh, right at the beginning of the depression uh, saying that everything is perfectly fine and that last guy really screwed things up and it's really great now. You all remember what the economy was like when I was elected a country in a pandemic with no real plans how to get out of it? Except for those three vaccines. Yeah, there was that, you know, and the hospital ships that weren't used and the 25,000 ventilators that weren't needed and or weren't, weren't necessary, but the president said, let's get them done, uh, you know, and, uh, and Democrats, of course, refused the two hospital ships, one in New York and one in, uh, one in uh, Los Angeles because uh, they didn't need them and maybe the whole virus was played up for the uh, coming election. Millions of people out of their jobs, families and cars, remember, backed up for literally miles. Now they're intense. Waiting for a box of food. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about where they live. Food to be put in their trunk. Just a, a box of food to be put in their trunk. He didn't have enough to eat. And it was so important that he said it twice, sir. To be put in their trunk. Just a, a box of food to be put in their trunk. Yeah, and all of this was caused by uh, COVID idiots and COVID dictators. And uh, most of them were Democrats. 
All of that was created uh, from whole cloth by the Democrat Party and by leftists. Didn't have up to eat. Previous administration lost more jobs on its watch than any administration since Herbert Hoover. Yeah, it's hard to maintain jobs when Democrats are closing down all the businesses, you see. That's a fact. All Listen to that crowd go crazy. Listen to that crowd, riveted by every word, realizing this man is actually telling the truth, even though 85% of the American people think the country is going the wrong way. It's Trump's fault. It's all based on failed trickle-down economics that benefit the wealthiest Americans. And hit the middle class and working people the hardest. Yeah, lowest unemployment for uh, people of color in history. Most women in the workforce in history and, you know, that. We came in with a fundamentally different economic vision. Yeah, with the accent on dumb. That middle syllable, fundamental. An economy that grows from the bottom up and the middle out. It's good for everyone because when the middle class... Kind of like how I'm growing right now, from the middle out a little bit. class does well. The poor of a ladder up and the wealthy still do very yeah, well. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, none of it, no. Yeah, huge crowd. That's why. Yay. Oh, my we God. We designed the American Rescue Plan based on based on the belief that a recovery should help all Americans prosper. Yeah, I'm sure. When's that going to happen? I just kind of want to know when it's going to happen because, you know, honestly, uh, nobody is uh, saying that. Nobody is thinking that what he is doing is right. If that were the case, then uh, then the crowd would be crazy and people wouldn't be walking out. Uh, you know, wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be walking out of your speech. Just, you know, just wouldn't. Just wouldn't. Uh, here's a little bit more from Joe Biden uh, at uh, in Cleveland. Not over. Do you have enough money to pay for everything you need? Well, Republicans do nothing to obstruct our efforts to lower your gas taxes. Republicans do nothing to lower your gas taxes. I propose that. I've asked the Congress to. Oh, yeah. They were going to lower the uh, gas tax. 18 cents federal income tax on uh, gas or not income tax, but tax on gas, which would save the average consumer about $12 a month. Uh, Joe Biden's gas hikes are not Putin's uh, costing the average person well over $200. So $12 really doesn't mean a whole lot. Eliminate the federal gas tax. For the next, as long as this crisis goes on, lower food prices, lower health care costs, hopefully. So oh, wait, 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 wait. I think he's been promising this for about uh, what they have it, 49 years. Lower your prescription drug costs. Again, about f- about 50 years on the Democrats promising that. By the way, you got a you got a Republican leader in the United States Senate. I was able to work out something with Intel. They're going to well, uh, clearly not uh, very involved in t- intelligence. Oh, yeah. Uh, some Democrats want to pass a $500 billion package that would include major reforms to health care. I thought they fixed it. Is it ever going to be fixed? No, it's not going to be fixed because that's what they run on. They never fix a damn thing. Climate change and taxes. And apparently they're trying to wrangle Joe uh, Manchin saying that, oh, yeah, this, there's going to be some uh, uh, apparently some uh, prescription drug savings. We'll throw that in there. So they're, they're going to, by hook or crook, try to pass the disastrous uh, Build Back Better, uh, a smaller version of the Build Back Better. They never stop. They're like the Energizer Bunny. They never stop with their evil, stupid plans. Uh, here's a little bit more. This is actually the president on Monday talking about how great things are in this country. Great things happening. Economy's growing faster than any time in 40 years. We've got a record number. Uh, inflation growing uh, for the most in about 50 years. When new jobs, COVID deaths are down 90%. Wages are up. Yeah, thanks to that, uh, that vaccine, you know, and all that stuff. And, and, you know, pretty much COVID's behind us. 
pretty much behind us. But, you know, your pet could get it, and the president will share that in a second. We'll get into that. We'll move into, uh, you know, why gas costs so much. And then um, let's talk a little bit about uh, mass shootings by radical leftists. Yeah, the last three have been by radical leftists. 800-922-6680. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Boris Johnson uh, resigned as the Prime Minister of uh, of Great Britain, and they're saying it's because of uh, some uh, questionable moral character, uh, you know. Another no, it's because he really sucked. He was uh, he was a rhino. He was like the uh, British version of a rhino. Uh, he was like Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. He was like uh, George W. Bush. He was like uh, you know that kind of a uh, a leader of Great Britain. If you're from uh, across the pond, I'd love your thoughts on it. But the, the guy was a buffoon. He was a cartoon, and he played right along with the rest of the left world. I mean, he was a, he did help with Brexit. I guess that was the positive. Uh, and he had stupid hair, just really, really stupid hair. You know, everybody says about Donald Trump's hair. Donald Trump, you know, his, his hair is his hair. Boris Johnson just, I mean, come on, man. You can't be a world leader looking like that. And, you know, you can't be the Speaker of the House with your 82-year-old cleavage hanging out on a Italian beach. Don't you know there are children here for crying out loud? <clears throat> anyway, here's the, uh, the president on Monday, a speech that I didn't get a chance to hear talking about COVID. You know, you and I have moved on from COVID, right? But the thing is, the president had already ordered another 130 million doses of the COVID vaccine you don't need for the fall. Because, you know, uh, Pfizer and, and other companies, Johnson & Johnson, made a, a buttload of money uh, on vaccines that we don't know. So it needs. So uh, the, he's trying to do everything he can to get the vaccine used because nobody wants it. It's going to go to waste. It might go to a third world country. I, who the hell knows? But we don't need it. We don't need it. Uh, because, you know, this nonsense about, you know, boosters forever, it, it's a joke. After, like, one booster, it's a joke at this point. I'm not saying you need to – I'm not making a decision for you, all right? But honestly, I think people have moved on, and they realize, while, yes, it was a serious disease, it certainly was played up. And you've been played if you believed it all. Here's the president talking about COVID and your pets. People who have not gotten vaccinated have the capacity – to catch the variant and spread the variant to other people who have not been vaccinated. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, really, really? Well, why don't get those other people to get vaccinated then? Yeah, we'll get them to get vaccinated. <laughs> I'm not concerned there's going to be a major outbreak. In other words, that we're going to have a, a, another epidemic. Because I know you won't believe me anymore because, you know, you moved on nationwide but am cons- they tried everything we tried the monkey pox thing and you know that didn't catch it on i mean literally is it catching on concern lives will be lost and i was even reading today there's some speculation some yes. judgment is coming out that you may be able to even communicate the vaccine or the uh the, the uh um the new uh variant to your pets there you go you know if not for me do it for Gizmo or whatever your your dog's or cat's name is. If not if it's not for you, then uh, do you know do it for Desi 
we, we got a, a Pekingese named Desi, and I love this dog. I'm stupid about this dog. I, I sing songs to this dog, like the Go Out song and the car rides. I'm a goofball about that. And if I thought that I could transmit that to Desi, I would still not get the vaccine. But you may be able to even communicate the vaccine or the uh you might be able to communicate the vaccine to your pet. And, you know, the last thing you want to do is communicate your, your, the vaccine to your pet. If you communicate the vaccine, which I guess is like you talk to your dog about the vaccine. Is that, is that communicating the vaccine? The, uh, um, the new uh, variant to your pets. So I say not, not totally facetiously. For those of you who haven't been vaccinated because you don't... You don't and don't ever, and I'm just saying just because it's really gross, don't ever let your dog kiss you on the mouth with your mouth open. That's just... when If you do that, there's something really, really wrong with you. You don't think it's... Just, I, I, just boy, I'm not... What? You, you want to go through it. It doesn't hurt. It's accessible. It's free. It's available. And not only... Don't think about yourself. Think no. about your family. Pets. Think about those dog, around you. Your horse. That's dog. what we should be thinking okay. about. We today. got somebody who, uh, on the phone here, apparently, who says that uh, she has a horse that caught COVID. Uh, Connie, hello there, Connie. Welcome from uh, Westminster, Maryland. What's going on? Uh, yeah. What's going on? Yes, yes. So, um, surprisingly enough, I, I breed uh, thoroughbreds in Maryland, and I got a foal back from a breeding farm, and she was about three months old. And uh, the day after she arrived, she was uh, very lethargic, and um, my vet came to look at her. And within a few hours, she was uh, taken to a, a vet hospital in Leesburg, Virginia. And she was uh, a sample was taken, a stool sample, and it was sent to the University of California in Berkeley. And it came back that along with a rotavirus, which is a normal, you know, uh, Roto, virus yeah. with young animals, um, she also had coronavirus. Um, so she spent seven days in isolation at the vet hospital and then came back to our farm and had to be isolated for another 21 days. Okay, now um, let, me, let me ask you that. So, uh, uh, so um, you said coronavirus. You, you, is, I know that there are a host of coronaviruses. Are they saying it's the kind of COVID that people get? No, they didn't really say, and okay. they also said it was not transmissible from animal to human. Okay. Um, right. She could only transmit it to other animals on the farm, other horses. Gotcha. Um, and her, her, uh, the mare who she was with, you know, her mother, um, did not have any symptoms of this. So it, it was, it's really more, you know, in the horse world for the younger animals that are more um, likely to transmit it but the other thing is is that i don't believe that they were ever testing for this yes um so i think the, it's been around for quite some time um my vet says his, the only case he's ever seen was in 2010 wow and it was on the racetrack um yeah. so, you know it, it it's been around but it's yeah. you know, just like with us it, 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 you know people weren't testing for it so. you have to wear did your horse have to wear a mask no not like that. that would okay. have been a little hard. Could have been a little um, hard. I, on that one. I, I was I was going to use one. <laughs> Try it with a toddler sometime, Connie. What? Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to use one of my test kits to see if it um, came up positive. Why not? Why? That's what I thought. Why not? It'd be a little cheaper than sending it to uh, University of California. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I look at these, uh, you know, when these uh, Chinese, these pandas come over here, and they always just scramble for months to figure out if the panda is pregnant. You know, just give them one of those tests from the from the, exactly. the CVS, don't you think? 
Exactly, yep. All right. Yep, so. so, Connie, you're a horse breeder. That's pretty cool. Yes, yes. Yeah. Right about now, probably one of them's trying to get out and escape while I'm out running errands. Well, you know, they get shut down, you know, uh, by the government, and they got you can't go to work. They get a little uh, restless, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks true. for the call, Connie. I appreciate it. Have a, have a glorious day. Of course I kid. I kid. Oh, just real quick. Now, Boris Johnson was uh, a buffoon. Boris, Boris Johnson is a, a, a non-serious, left-leaning buffoon who fell for all of the woke crap that the world has been uh, spewing. The left of the world has been spewing everything from COVID to uh, woke nonsense. And, and that's why he's, uh, he's resigning today, because uh, he fell for all that crap. And this is happening all over the world. I don't even know if you've seen Denmark. You're wondering, uh, you know, it was kind of people sitting here, oh, my God, look at those Dutch tractor, uh, those Dutch farmers. They're on strike. What country is that? Is that Switzerland? What the hell is that? No, it's called Denmark. Number two, number two in the world for um, agricultural output. And the, uh, the greenies over there are attempting to shut down farmers, make things impossibly expensive to be able to operate farms, you know, because, you know, fuel and stuff. Kind of exactly what's happening here. I literally got a, a, an email the other day from, from uh, someone I didn't even know, my, my niece who lives in Logan, Iowa, her, one of her coaches at school, she wrote me and she said, you know, there are empty fields uh, around here in Pottawatomie County, which is in uh, southwest Iowa, not even putting the crops in because they can't afford the fertilizer, can't get the fertilizer, so they're just leaving the land, uh, you know, empty for the, uh, for the season. That's, that's kind of how things are going. It's, it's getting to be too expensive. And over in, in, uh, in Denmark and other places, and hopefully this will spread, hundreds of thousands of farmers are blocking traffic. Hundreds of thousands of farmers are saying, you know what? Uh, you, can, uh, you can tell us to do this and tell us this, that, and give us all these rules, but here's the deal. We're not going to feed you. That's what happens to, needs to happen in this country, to places like Washington, D.C. We're not going to feed you idiots. And, and then you see things like uh, what happened in, in California, what's happening in, in uh, California, looking for some sort of a bellwether as to where not only the, uh, and this could be not only a refutation of the class of 1968, but maybe a refutation of, not reputation, refutation of this, uh, this new world order crap that uh, Biden economic advisor Brian Deese let out of the bag the other day. But the campaign to recall Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon, who is uh, who's not the bad guy from Beauty and the Beast. He's uh, somebody else. But anyway, uh, they handed in, listen to this, 717,000 signatures to the county register for the recall election. Is that enough to, uh, to uh, get the recall on the ballot? Oh, hell yeah. Not only is it, is it enough, it's 26% more than they needed. You know why? Because this woke prosecutor and DA crap that was bought and paid for by the left and New World Order supporter, George Soros, is doing a face plant. It's doing a giant face plant. It's a joke. People get it. The revolution has started, by the way. They, have may, they may have started a war, but we've, we're starting the revolution. Yeah, they started the war, and they have in many ways. We have started a revolution. And this includes, by the way, 85% of Americans who think the country is going in the wrong way. 
By the way, if you're thinking about that number, trying to adjust that number, and I saw 86% today. There was another poll. 86%. Like 90% of Republicans and 80% of Democrats. And, and what this says to me is that there is a very tiny percentage of people who are down with all of this nonsense, whether it be Green New Deal, uh, electric cars, whether this be CRT, whether this is this sexualization of our children in schools and this transgender madness, it is absolute madness. I'm not afraid to say it at all because honestly, please. Give me a friggin' break. It has about as much credibility as climate change. And by the way, I have, a, I have some new news from NASA. NASA. It's NASA. About climate change. Yeah. It's never been caused by man. And I'll explain that as the show uh, goes on. But this is, the, in the entire world, it's doing a face plant. This uh, New World Order crap. And we're going to win. But there's a very tiny percentage, like less than 5% of the, I think of our American population, who are down with all of this nonsense. And somebody wrote me yesterday and said, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do about this stuff? What do we do about being told this and that and this? Here's what you say, say no. That's it. Say no. And don't comply. There you go. Say no and don't comply. And their, uh, you know, their party, what they're doing right now, and I mean, literally, it's like a party. Hey, man, we're, we're pushing everything through. It's a party. Woo-hoo! Yay, yay, yay. And then all of a sudden, you know, one of their dominoes falls like Roe v. Wade getting repaled. But, uh, you know, their party's over. It is over. And all of this nonsense is driven by very few people. And all you need to do is say no. And not only no, but hell no. Like they're doing in uh, Los Angeles with George Gascon. Can be ridden out of town on a rail. Uh, let's take a break. The number here, 800-922-6680. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show. So uh, just real quick, we'll talk a little bit more about the the economy and what Joe Biden's done to it. And uh, the most important thing, which is how much it costs to fill your car and all of the things that that it impacts. By the way, um, Joe Biden has proposed blocking all new uh, oil drilling in the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans as the world cries out for more energy from more sources far from the Russian and Middle Eastern bottlenecks, by the way. This is a plan released on Friday, said that the White House proposed no more than 10 potential lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico, an option for one potential lease sale off the northern portion of the Cook Inlet in Alaska, no lease sales for the Atlantic or Pacific planning areas over the uh, 2023 to 2028 period. So if you think that he is really legitimately looking for a solution for you to bring down the price of gas, then uh, you're high. You are, you are apparently vaping gas fumes. And by the way, the President of the United States is selling off our strategic oil reserve at an alarming rate. It holds about 780 million barrels of oil. Joe Biden in the next six months is going to send 180 million barrels, going to raid it, send much of it overseas. And we're going to be SOL. We are going to be SOL unless we can find a way to fill it back up again or become energy independent again. And by the way, Biden has also taken aim at the uh, America's largest oil feed field, threatening to stop production 
EPA is preparing to cite the United States' largest oil field for violating ozone pollution standards, a move that will threaten to uh, the end of oil and gas production in the region. Kind of like what they did with the baby food uh, factory in, uh, what was it, uh, Michigan, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the uh, Permian Basin, the largest oil field in the United States, accounting for 95 million gallons of gasoline per day, or 40% of the oil produced domestically. I told you this, guys. Things are going to get really big and really ugly before the end of this summer. They tried to ignite the rage with Roe v. Wade. They tried to ignite the rage in Toledo, or not Toledo, in uh, Akron, Ohio. It's not catching. You know why? Because 85% of us think the country's going in the wrong direction. But don't think that they aren't here to wreck the country before November. Because they see the writing on the wall. It is clear as day. We all get it. But they're going to do just that. And why do we know this? Because Joe Biden has said this in the past. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in the Biden administration? No. We would, we would, we now, would normally, we would make sure it's eliminated. You know, you, you follow a, a presidential can, a candidate, and they will infer things, and you have to, you have to take from what their inference, their, their direction for policy. There's no doubt what this man wanted to do. And there's no doubt that it is an impossible goal. It is a goal that has no science behind it, climate change at all. It, it, it's such nonsense they had to change it from global cooling to global warming to climate change, which covers everything. And then Joe Biden uh, issued this tweet, I guess this is uh, over the weekend. Uh, My message to the oil companies running gas stations and setting prices at the pump is simple. This is a time of war. No, it's not. It is not. The only reason that we're involved in it is because we sent $50 billion to one of the most corrupt countries in the world. And right after they got the money, the war was lost. And Nancy Pelosi went and visited. Weird. Weird that way. Anyway, this is a a time of war and global peril. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you're paying for the product and do it now. And uh, because of that, uh, uh, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos called out Biden and basically said he was economically illiterate. And, And he would be right. And also, uh, the oil companies get it. They, they know that Joe Biden is just begging for oil, just asking for, you know, very socialistic, kind of like what Hugo Chavez used to do, appropriate, pointed to business, appropriate, and the, the business was his. That's literally what he walked down the street, appropriate, appropriate, I want that one, appropriate, and the, uh, the government would seize power of uh, production, and of course it went into uh, the hell in the handbasket, which is what Joe Biden wants to do here. But like I said, it's going to get very big. It's going to get very ugly this summer. And all you have to do is say no. Now, uh, we're going to get into uh, what happened in Illinois with the shooting. The father is culpable. The uh, father of the shooter is very, very culpable. We'll get to all of that. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show.
This is uh, Biden economic advisor uh, Brian Deese talking about uh, what the president's doing right. And at the same time, uh, it is our, our job and it's the president's firm conviction uh, that what he can do as president is to take every responsible action that he has. Um, and we have uh, and also remind the American people that even as we go through this challenging period, even as we move through this uh, transition, uh, we also have made historic economic progress. Okay, you keep believing that, Sunshine. On the way, uh, a report out of the uh, state of Illinois with regard to the shooting there. Father's going to be held capable, or I should say capable, culpable for it. And Uvalde revisited. That's coming up. I am Rob Carson, and this is my show. Back in a few. Hey, guys, it's Carson. These are historic and troubling times. Perhaps considering all of the violence in American cities, you're considering a firearm. Check out European American Armory Corp. at eaacorp.com. Skip the high price names and get the features and price you want in your next firearm. EAA specializes in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms in the U.S. market since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol. EAA Corp. has it. Now, there's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA. EAA says, skip the big names, get the quality and features you deserve, and let us earn your respect. Visit EAACorp.com, that's EAACorp.com, to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. EAACorp.com, that's EAACorp.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of the Rob Carson Show. Uh, this hour, the bottom of the hour, uh, Representative Andy Biggs, for a Republican from Arizona, going to be talking to us about border security and a uh, Texas county declaring war on illegal immigration. We'll have that at the uh, bottom of the hour. I posted this yesterday on uh, Truth Social. And getter, uh, this just in: colon, uh, Democrats support concealed carry. Problem: It's for transgendered women when they want to shower in your daughter's locker room, and it doesn't involve a gun. I just I, I posted that yesterday because I think that's the only way that uh, uh, the, the Democrats would allow a man to carry. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so um, we've uh, got a lot happening in the news and uh, um, another mass shooting this time in uh, Highland Park, Illinois by a uh, man who is insane, still alive um, and in custody, appeared in court yesterday, didn't say much, said he didn't have a lawyer, uh, a nut, uh, ex- just a, a nut. A, a, and by the way, a, a socialist, just like the last one and just like the one before that. Uh, the insane rambling. Does it really surprise you? that someone who's insane would adopt the policies of the Democrat Party right now, right? I mean, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you have to be insane to say that uh, men can give birth to children? Wouldn't you have to be a little freaking nuts? Yeah, I'm thinking you'd have to be a little nuts. So does it surprise you when you see all this odd behavior and then ultimately culminates in someone committing an act of violence, which is insane in itself. And then you find out, oh, yeah, they were completely down with most of the Democrat agenda. 
doesn't surprise you. You sit here, you scratch your head. You're like, why would anybody think that it's okay to uh, open your sex shop in Washington State as a school board member and invite nine to twelve year olds to come in and talk about masturbation and and sex? Well, you'd have to be freaking nuts. So again, doesn't surprise me that these acts are being committed by insane people, and it certainly doesn't surprise me that they're completely down with the Democrat agenda, which is being rejected wholesale by 85% of the population. Do you know why? Because 85% of the the population either see that it is not working or they think it's just nuts. Two foreign nationals, either on non-immigrant visas or illegal aliens, arrested for allegedly plotting to a mass shooting in Richmond, Virginia on the 4th of July. So that's where they're going next. Oh, this is kind of funny. This is weird. It's not funny at all. So uh, last Christmas in a small town in Wisconsin, Kenosha, a Black Lives Matter activist, a leftist, rolls down the street and runs over as many white people as he can. He's a left-leading BLM supporter. Then a guy in Buffalo, left-leaning, goes into a grocery store. Then a guy in Uvalde, Texas, had uh, left written all of his all over his profile. And then, uh, of course, on uh, the Fourth of July, another another uh, parade in a in a at least not in a small town in a mostly Jewish enclave of Chicago. Why? I'm not. I guess I'm not seeing the media report on this one. Kind of weird that way. And then here are the couple of illegals in there. Uh, their intent was to conduct a mass shooting at our 4th of July celebration. This according to Richmond uh, Police Chief Gerald, Gerald Smith. They arrested the 52-year-old uh, Jul- uh, Julio Alvardo Dubon and 38-year-old Roland A. Balacerel. Didn't take Spanish in college or high school. A hero citizen called the uh, Richmond Police Department on July the 1st to report that he overheard a man discussing a planned shoot-up at the uh, city's 4th of July celebration. Yeah. They had uh, two rifles, a handgun, 223 rounds of ammunition. Dubon was subsequently uh, charged with being uh, in possession of a firearm uh, as an illegal to the United States. Well, you know what? We need uh, new uh, gun control laws for this. And we need new uh, comprehensive gun safety legislation. Oh, oh, illegals can't have firearms. So uh, how did he get that? This is a typo. There's no way with these gun safety laws passed by Democrats that this man was uh, able to get a gun. It's just, uh, let's just erase that. that. That's not possible. Because once a comprehensive gun safety is passed, like, I don't know, like was passed uh, two weeks ago through both houses of Congress with 14 Republicans signing on because it would save thousands of lives, and then uh, Monday came. There was that. But, I mean, this has got to be a typo, right? Well, the father of the Highland Park shooter, uh, Robert Bob Cremo, says his son talked about the Copenhagen mass shooting the night before the 4th of July parade massacre in Highland Park. Uh, Bobby Cremo, 21, was previously labeled a clear and present danger by authorities when he threatened to kill himself and his family in 2019. 
Two months later, Bob Cremo sponsored his son's application for a gun permit. Yeah. Um, he's in a whole heap of trouble. You have, uh, you have no idea. Here is his, uh, his lawyer, uh, Steve Greenberg, who, uh, by the way, he represented, who did he represent? He represented somebody else. I'm trying to remember who he represented, uh, but I'll, I'll get that information in a second. But here he is talking about um, the dad sponsoring his son's uh, purchase of, uh, of guns. Well, that's assuming that the police account of the events is accurate. And, and pardon my skepticism, but I've been a defense lawyer a long time. Uh, look, the police returned those knives to them two weeks after they took the knives. So the police couldn't have been too alarmed by that incident. Or they're completely inept, like they were in Uvalde. Uh, there was a family dispute. I think his younger brother may have called the police, uh, or his mother may have called the police. I'm not sure. And and. The police came, and the situation was resolved. Now, of course, uh, the town of Highland Park has uh, an assault weapons ban and a magazine uh, limit to measure how many bullets you can have and red flag laws and all that stuff. Was it not a red flag that he threatened to kill his own family and was suicidal enough to the point that his family called police? Well, as I said, uh, they've disputed that he was ever suicidal and that they ever claimed he was suicidal, and they also dispute that he ever threatened to kill everyone. Uh, my guess is that, is that if he had threatened to kill everyone, that the police would have taken some action. And yet uh, politicians in uh, Democrat states like the idiot mayor of uh, Jim Kenney of Philadelphia is saying that uh, that uh, the problem is uh, the Supreme Court. You know, the Supreme Court just said that uh, concealed carry laws were restrictive and they whizzed on the Second Amendment rights of Americans to protect themselves. Of course, leaving thousands of Americans in harm's way and no telling how many deaths could have been prevented in places like New York should women who are being stalked by their exes or, you know, uh, taking their baby out for a walk in a stroller, uh, you know, uh, getting shot in the head by their ex with a gun that was illegally owned, uh, you know, maybe maybe concealed carry would be the solution to something like happened in Uvalde. Or maybe concealed carry would be the solution to something like happened in Highland Park when, you know, and there's a good chance that somebody concealed carrying in Highland Park might be an ex-military person. Certainly, uh, there's a good chance that they legal concealed carry have done some training because they take their responsibility very seriously, unlike insane people who want to murder people who are telegraphing to the entire world and their parents and local law enforcement that they're going to go on a shooting spree. Knowing a couple people in the parade route may have had uh, a nine strap to their side or, or tucked into their belt under their shirt and could have looked toward the direction of the shooting like maybe they did in Baghdad and uh, grabbed that gun and maybe created a diversion that frightened the shooter off. I'm just saying it's probably a good idea. If you're waiting for the government to help you, if you're waiting for the government to save you, it's not going to happen. Fortunately, there were two people plotting in Virginia to go on a mass shooting spree on the 4th of July, and they, they, they shared the information with someone, and, and someone called the police. They're not a hero. They did what they're supposed to do, and they stopped what could have been another mass shooting. But clearly, this is happening in America, and clearly, uh, newly proposed comprehensive gun safety legislation and already passed gun safety legislation in places like Highland Park did nothing, nothing at all. And then there's this out of Uvalde. 
Apparently, there was a sniper on the scene who could have taken out the Vivaldi shooter before he went into the building. A scathing new report on the police response to the Uvalde school shooting massacre. This report coming from the Advanced Law Enforcement Rapid Response Training Center, a report requested by the Texas Department of Public Safety, finds several missed opportunities to try and stop the shooter. Among the findings here, a Uvalde police officer apparently had the gunman in his sights, in the sights of his rifle before he went into the school, but waited for permission to shoot from his supervisor. This officer apparently turned his head to get a response, looked back at the shooter, and the gunman had already gone into the building. There you go. So that happened. And then, of course, uh, a whole bunch of police officers went into the uh, the building and stood outside the classroom where all the murdering was happening, and they stood there for more than an hour, and they did nothing. Now, do I exclusively blame law enforcement for this? No, I don't, actually. You know, when you are so berated and demeaned and shredded by the media, when you are called baby killers, when you are called uh, pigs in a blanket, when they chant pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, when the police are made targets during summer riots of 2020, when police go to jail rather than suspects going to jail, when they attempt to uh, stop a crime from happening, when the police are defunded, don't you suppose they kind of go, you know, why the hell would I risk my life for this crap? And I realize it's not it's not crap that a, that a killer is in, uh, you know, shooting up children because any, I'll just say man worth his salt, and I'm not saying this has to be exclusively men, would charge right in. And it took a guy who was sitting in a barbershop chair, a, uh, a Border Patrol agent who's, you know, been demeaned and demoralized by the federal government. He asked the barber, can I have your shotgun? Sure. My wife just called me. She's at the school. I got to go save my kids. And he did, and he ended it. I've got some audio from a teacher who was in the room and waited and played dead, waiting for the police to do something, and they never did. I'm going to share that audio with you in just a second. The number here is 800-922-6680. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show. Here's a way you're being uh, played internationally. Uh, Kay Smith, uh, she's or Smythe, I should say. She's uh, been on the show a few times. A young conservative woman. Um, but yeah, I know. Born a woman, still a woman. Uh, she tweeted out or retraded, uh, not one single person who paid to rape children on Jeffrey Epstein's island has been arrested. Right? Isn't that kind of funny? I mean, it's not funny, but Helene Maxwell is in jail, meaning that she's uh, effectively been muzzled. She hadn't been murdered yet. I mean, committed suicide. Jeffrey Epstein was in the White House when Bill Clinton was president 17 times, flew on that plane, the Lolita Express, like 26 times. There are all sorts of people on that plane. And Helene Maxwell was, uh, was rounding up underage girls for him. Nobody's being punished. It's weird how that happens, right? Weird how that happened. So um, the Evaldi uh, police dropped the ball with regard to the mass shooting that happened there. We already heard that a police officer had the shooter in his sights before he went into the building, was waiting for some sort of uh, supervisory uh, thumbs up, and was never given that. And by the time he turned around, uh, the suspect was already in the building. And uh, Salvador... Ramos was the uh, the murderer, murdered 19 students and two uh, teachers. Isn't it strange? 
And we look at a school shooting, we already have moved past it. Three mass shootings in the last two months, and we moved past it. Clearly, law enforcement and comprehensive gun safety reforms are not getting this done. It's not getting it done in Chicago, where 60 people were killed or, or I said, shot over the weekend. Seven of them died, and then Monday happened. The only thing, honestly, at this point, uh, refund the police, let them do their jobs like uh, Rudy Giuliani did in New York, or let people conceal carry. That way, criminals don't mess with you. Oh, there was a bodega in New York. This uh, this man was uh, at his store. He's a 51-year-old man. He's a, I'm not sure if he was an Indian man, but uh, uh, this woman came in, tried to buy some chips for the kid, and the uh, the EBT card wouldn't go through. There wasn't enough on it. So the, he reached over and he grabbed the chips, and, and the, uh, the woman screamed at him and said, I'm going to get my boyfriend. So she went out and got her boyfriend. Her boyfriend came in. He's 37 years old, and he starts roughing up the, uh, the store owner behind the counter, and the store pushes the store owner down. Well, the store owner gets up, and he got a knife with him, and he stabbed the guy seven times. And that guy is no longer living. And, uh, you know, sorry for me not shedding a tear. And he's being held in jail, the man who defended himself in his store against this criminal thug, on $250,000 bail, being held for second-degree attempted murder. This is not going to stand. This has really got people mad. Really, really got people, particularly in New York, mad. And they've already raised, I think, 11000 or 20000 of the two hundred fifty. He's going to get out. And then what's happening in, uh, in L.A. with George Gascon is going to happen in uh, New York State, too. Let's go to uh, Jeff in Owings Mills. He is a former police officer. Hello there, Jeff. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Glad to have you on. And uh, first of all, thanks for what you did, and, uh, and welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm not going to go through everything that I've seen and done and been and heard over yeah. my 55 years. But there's one thing that I find to be ironic. Yes, sir. I'm having a surgical procedure done as a requirement to have this procedure done. I have to undergo a psychiatric evaluation at my own expense what? to make sure that this is not all in my head before Medicare will pay for it. What? If you want the red flag laws to have any effect, that's what you need to do with the people who come up red flagged. Before you sell them a weapon, or if you have doubts about somebody that you're going to sell a weapon to, undergo the psychiatric evaluation. I had to pay for it at my own expense, but it was worth it to get the procedure done. Okay. One permit, I'm not trying to throw a cog in the wheel, but let's do something good and right for a change, and I think that would help. Jeff, I'm with you, but the problem is when you have people in charge like Kathy Hochul in New York, uh, they are going to look at anything that perhaps leans toward conservatism, uh, leans toward even hinting at believing that there were problems with the 2020 election because they've been calling us crazy for all of these things. They told us we were crazy to uh, believe that uh, Russia collusion was fake. We were told that we were crazy to believe that Hunter Biden's laptop was real. Do you see where I'm coming from, Jeff? When you submit to 
a psychiatric examination. The powers that be will look for anything if you are particularly conservative to stop you from getting the firearm. Go ahead. Well, I, what, what I'm saying is I, I understand what you're saying. Yes, sir. But nonetheless, it should be considered as a possible requirement if it was mandated to be a part of any gun purchase, just like this surgery, it's mandated before you can get it, then I think it might not hurt. But I, I right, understand Jim. exactly what you're it's a, saying. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. It, it's true. Yeah. Jeff, thanks for the phone call. Thanks for your service. Here, here's the thing. You know, they could say anything. Uh, like, for instance, yesterday we had a Georgetown professor. She said that, you know, that we still believe in the Constitution. This 245-year-old document is absurd. What if you say that you believe in the Constitution, a 245-year-old document? Some people on the left say, oh, that's crazy. You know, how would you do that? How, how could you? I mean, if you don't believe that a woman has a right to choose in all cases, you could be a little crazy. I'm not kidding. I wish I were. But that's what they're doing. And by the way, you're not required to have a psychiatric exam to vote. Although I, I wish they were because nobody'd vote Democrat. All right, let's take a break. Uh, coming up, we've got the special guest, Representative Andy Biggs from Arizona, the war on Joe Biden's immigration policy. It is Rob Carson Show, a Thursday edition, almost Friday short work week flying by. And uh, the headline, Texas border counties declare invasion on Texas-Mexico border. Uh, yesterday, uh, we talked about this. And joining us on the phone is uh, someone who has been very active with regard to the southern border, the breach of the southern border, a Republican from the state of Arizona, a, a congressman, also the chairman of the Border Security Caucus and chairman of the War Powers Caucus. Andy Biggs joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Great, Rob. How are you? Great, great to have you on. Uh, so let's talk about what Texas is doing. I know that uh, your governor and also the governor of the state of Texas started to uh, do a, an illegals convoy to Washington, D.C. to send a message to Washington, D.C. that clearly hasn't worked. Let's talk about what some Texas counties are doing with regard to the breach of our border and our sovereignty. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, so there, you know, Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution requires the federal government to to give states the protection of their borders against invasion. And and so uh, what you're seeing in Texas, you got some counties declaring that there's a violation, that there's a real invasion going on. Uh, the Arizona Attorney General has said there's an invasion going on. And what that does is, quite frankly, in my opinion, it allows the state and local law enforcement to then put hands on people and send them back or send them to the ports of entry and to let the Border Patrol agents send them back where they belong. And uh, it, it's, it's actually important. 
and it's necessary if we're going to get control of the border. Let me ask you this, because I'm sure your uh, your constituents are angry about this. Uh, it used to be that um, uh, we were, as Republicans, uh, we have always said that the goal of the Democrat Party with regard to the breach of our border is to bring people across the border illegally, get them to a position where they can vote. Fortunately, in state like the state of New York, that was just overturned, illegals being able to uh, to vote in uh, in New York State. But it was essentially uh, bring people in, create a permanent dependent underclass of brown people, for lack of a better expression, and they will vote uh, in uh, the way that the Democrat Party wants them to vote. Then you see things like what happened in South Texas uh, just a couple of weeks ago with Myra Flores uh, winning there in a district that has been a Democrat for 150 years. So you just, do you think that, uh, A, that is still the goal of the Democrat Party, and B, uh, is, it, uh, is it false, is it not resonating anymore with uh, Hispanics who who come here legally. What are your thoughts? Well, my first thought is, you know, the Democrats are inherently racist Uh because that's what they're doing. They're imposing their racism on people of color, saying, well, they will they'll they'll always be dependent on us. um, And so we're going to exploit that. Uh, The second thing is uh, it's it's changing uh, dramatically because uh, it turns out everybody of every demographic group wants to be able to support their families, uh, enjoy a certain lifestyle, have fundamental freedoms. And this administration is, is saying, no, we're going we're gonna, to basically wipe you out through inflation and bad economy. Yeah. We're going to open the border. And, um, you know, and this is their path, by the way. When you asked about, is this their plan? Yes, Rob, this yeah. is their plan, and, and um, that's where it is. But, that's I mean, don't is. you think this is really uh, kind of dated? Because if you look at how the uh, the uh, the Democrat Party and the Biden administration have embraced this insane leftist ideology with CRT in schools, this, this abortion at any cost and at any time, uh, the the uh, CRT being caught in school, taught in schools, sex and sexuality being taught in schools. If I'm not mistaken, and I have uh, many Hispanic friends, uh, I do believe that most Hispanics are Christian and would find much of this to be absolutely reprehensible. And so uh, I think that that things have changed with the Democrat Party, where it used to be the party of, uh, you know, handouts, we'll give you this, we'll give you that, just vote for us. But now it's an affront to their faith and their family. And so why are they still clinging to this? Because it should be fairly obvious, unless it's not really blossomed like we wanted to, that uh, this is being rejected. Well, it is being rejected, but the reason that some people stick with it is 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 uh, they're, they're kind of caught in a, a, a suboptimal path that's hard to get out. And others are not hearing, believe it or not, they're not feeling and understanding that it's the Democrats that are giving them this, not only a bad economy, but also this incredibly woke uh, a culture war that's going on. This, this notion of drag queens in your schools and <laughs> yes, the yes. LGBTQ crap. And so what happens is they're they're not they're not hearing that. But when they do hear it, and they realize who's doing it, they say we don't want that. We reject it. And I think you're going to see more and more uh, of people uh, reject that. And that's one of the great things that Trump did is he cut across all lines, all uh, demographics uh, to people. We we became the working class party. The Republicans yeah. did. Yeah. 
And, and and that's something we've been missing. You know, it is kind of interesting. I remember when I was uh, uh, right out of college, I started writing for Rush Limbaugh, writing satire. And I and I used to look at, uh, you know, we looked at uh, Ronald Reagan as the original anti-Blue Blood uh, Republican uh, candidate and president. And then we took it a step further with Donald Trump. And um, there are still those, I do believe that we still haven't cleaned house with regard to Blue Blood rhinos. Uh, I certainly believe that uh, Liz Cheney is one of those. I certainly believe that uh, Mitt Romney is one of those. Um, and, and what do you suppose the future holds for those two and people like them? Well, they're clinging on um, <laughs> yeah. because they like the establishment. They're just, yeah. you know, we talk about rhinos. I mean, they're really establishment, particularly in Washington, D.C. And you're talking Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney, and there are many more like them. Um, they are they're going to be relegated to um, kind of the off off the uh, the on ramp uh, because they they profess republicanism, mm-hmm. but they they want the establishment. They want the uniparty. They want the swamp. And uh, what's cutting across both parties right now is an anti swamp, anti uh, establishment type of 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 basically personality that's coming out in the voter. Let me ask you and, this. And I think I, I've heard from at least uh, at least seen headlines with regard to several members of Congress saying that after uh, presumably we win both houses of Congress and I do believe it's going to be epic. I like your thoughts on that. But uh, that uh, maybe things like the January 6th committee be investigated. Maybe things that, uh, for instance, uh, January 6th, the overpunishment of the prisoners in uh, in Washington, D.C., and other, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, Joe Biden's business dealings. Are you down with uh, investigations if uh, we win both houses of Congress in November and, and clearing up a lot of the things that we've been, uh, that have been held from us? Yeah, I, I, it's, I call it oversight. Uh-huh. And I call it holding people accountable. Yeah, that's crazy. Not- in, in 2022, you're going to do that? Is that still allowed? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, because I, I get people say, well, we, we, we shouldn't do that because we're not as bad as the Democrats. I tell them we're not doing it because with the same motivations as the Democrats. We're not we're going to follow the rules. We're going to and, and, and get back to the normal system. But the normal system allows to hold, hold allows us to hold people accountable for criminal conduct and, and misconduct. And this, the January 6th committee is absolutely Uh, an attempt to destroy President Trump and all of his supporters. It is a partisan witch hunt, and it's having irreparable damage on the institution of Congress itself, which, by the way, Rob, wasn't really popular in the the eyes of the public in and of itself. Yes. Uh, Yes. But they they made it even less uh, uh, popular if there was a way to do it. They found it. Let me throw something at you. Um, I believe that uh, the Democrat Party sees the writing on the wall. Uh, I think that uh, the Democrat Party is all in for trying to uh, to push their uh, agenda. I call it the class of 1968. These are people who have sat around in faculty lounges and, and said things like, you know, communism was really the best kind of government. It just hasn't been tried. And we've seen all of these things. The, the moist dream of the class of 1968 
come to fruition. We've not only seen it rejected by the voters, but we've also seen the Supreme Court rejecting each one of these things, uh, chipping away a bit at a time at all of these uh, things, whether it be a voter ID, whether that be Roe v. Wade, which was a gigantic ruling, whether that be concealed carry. Uh, do you suppose that in response that the the Democrat Party and the left will do their level best not only to try to stem the bleeding in November, but also to wreck the country as best as possible and as as the most that they can before uh, the people vote Republicans in office. What are your thoughts on that? I think they're going to put pedal to the metal to take the country off the, the leftist cliff. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I, I really do. I, it, I mean, they there is they're going to get wiped out, and so there is no um, incentive for them to go moderate. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're they're losing these seats one way or the other. So. The, the establishment wing of the of the Democrats have now gone totally uh, Marxist left, yeah. and they're going to just keep pushing it. I mean, the NDAA bill that's out there mm. is filled with uh, woke garbage still, yeah. and. Um, that's, yeah, it's emba- it's yeah. embarrassing. It's upsetting, and uh, and it, you know, I, I said when Joe Biden and I don't believe the the election was fair in twenty twenty. I, I don't really care what anybody has to say about it. I've done my own research, and and I refuse to let my constitutionally guaranteed right of my opinion to be silenced. Uh, absolute nonsense. But uh, but I do believe that um, uh, some th- big things are are coming in November, and that the American people are going to. If eighty five percent of the country is saying the country is going in the wrong direction, that says to me that. Uh, a, we're going in the wrong direction, and B, there's a very small minority of radical leftists steering all of this crap, uh, steering all of this agenda. But most people, even even liberals, not leftists, but liberals, are coming together to say, you know what, that's not the country is founded. Do you suppose that Joe Biden has united the country against him rather than what he said would re- unite them behind his agenda? Yeah, it turns out he he was right. He is the the great uniter. I I don't think we've seen uh, this kind of polling ever where where so many people. I mean, eighty five, ninety percent of the country says uh, no. Everybody's rejecting this <laughs> yes. guy, all of his programs and policies, um, and, and says we we we're going the wrong direction. Now, yeah. what 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 scares me is is I think you got the ten percent who say that he's in the right direction, but I I would guess you got another fifteen percent say yeah we're we're, we're going the wrong direction because we're not going crazy enough. Exactly. Left. Exactly. So, and, yeah. And yeah. I think those are the people I think those are the people who are uh, who are directing the public discourse and, and people are rejecting the wholesale. I, I see this getting it. We're running short on time. I want to talk about something horrendous that happened yesterday and, and get your reaction. Yesterday, all of us were shocked. Shock, I say, to see Nancy Pelosi on an Italian beach bearing cleavage. Uh, 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 Congressman, were you were you as well traumatized like the rest of the country uh, upon seeing this uh, this picture in social media? <laughs> Yes, I, I had to put ice packs on my eyeballs and then, and then wear dark glasses the rest of the day. Oh, my goodness. Well, I appreciate you joining. I was mentioning to you off the air, one of the most glorious places in uh, in Arizona. Um, and my wife, by the way, was complaining about the heat here yesterday. It was 98. And I said, well, we got Andy Biggs on tomorrow. He'll laugh about that. Um, I am laughing. Bully, 98 degrees. Come on. And by the way, Arizona, they always say it's a, it's a dry heat. But no, when it's 115, it's hot. But uh, but one town in Arizona that I've been to that I, I enjoyed was Sedona. Absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. My 
God, it's so gorgeous. Uh, uh, you drive through about 70 miles of places that you, you think, my God, if I ever got stranded here, I'd be toast. But, uh, but it is a, it's a lovely community, and, uh, and Arizona is a, is a wonderful state. Um, Representative, I appreciate your time today. Keep fighting the good fight, and I hope that you, with other Republicans in Washington, D.C., will be able to uh, stem the damage a little bit as we go into November and, and then uh, lead the charge of the American people once that happens. Thanks for joining me. You're all over social media. I know you're on Getter and on Truth Social. Any place else where everybody else can find you, sir? Uh, any social media that's out there, I'm probably on it. So. All right, my friend. Have a, have a glorious day. Thanks for joining me. We do appreciate it. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Uh, this just in, actor James Kahn passed away. He's uh, 82. He was 82 years old. Been in a lot of uh, uh, movies. Of course, Godfather. Who could forget the Godfather? Uh, a lot of younger kids will think, oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, Will Ferrell's uh, dad in Elf. He was that. Um, he was also in Misery. Remember Misery? You know, there's a couple movies that James Conn did that I cannot watch again. I just can't watch it again. The great performances, don't get me wrong. Can't watch it again. One of them, Misery. Cannot watch Misery. No, 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 no. It's just that, that scene with the, with the wood block between his ankles and, and uh, Kathy Bates holding the sledgehammer. I can't now. Can't watch it. Can't watch it. And then also Brian's song. I have not seen Brian's song, which he did in uh, what, the early 70s, since I was a toddler. I mean, literally, and, and I still can't watch it. I cannot watch them. It's just too sad. It's like Old Yeller. I haven't seen Old Yeller since I was a kid because it's, it was just too sad. So uh, James Conn is 80, 82 years old and, uh, you know, uh, an amazing actor, of course, you know, and, and maybe maybe your favorite actor. So, you know, 82 years old. Um, wow. James Conn passed away. It is, uh, it's kind of strange. You know, when you... Uh, uh, reach a point in your life where you, you've been on the planet long enough, I'm in my 50s, uh, that you have seen careers, you, you know, you started watching maybe uh, somebody early on like Robin Williams. I remember Robin Williams from from uh, Happy Days. And then we saw Robin Williams, I was only a kid, uh, go through Robin Williams and Happy Days, then Mork, and then, and then on to this illustrious career, and he is missed, by the way, brilliant man. And, uh, you know, and you see that entire career before you. But Michael Jordan, I saw Michael Jordan's entire career. It's weird. I was young, I'm younger than Michael Jordan, but I saw his entire career. And then, uh, and then you see, like, for instance, the lead, uh, first lead guitarist for Bon Jovi died uh, a couple weeks ago. He's 70 years old. What? 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 I know. And, and it's funny because right now, right now in the rock world, uh, 70 is the new 27. You know, it, it really, it really is. 70 is the new 27 in, in the world of rock music, with the exception of, I don't know, uh, Charlie Watts. <laughs> he was quite a bit older, but 70 is the new 27. And it's, it's kind of strange to see all these people uh, age and then, uh, and then pass away. But uh, James Conn was pretty, uh, pretty amazing. All right, let's get back to the, uh, the news of the day. I, I want to get to this real quick, and, and I, I, I hate to rush some of it. Um, I do want to mention that... Uh, um, and I had mentioned earlier there was a report of one Uvalde police officer who could have shot the mass murderer who uh, committed the act of violence on the uh, on the first of on the uh, on July the fourth. By the way, um, one uh, police officer had the shot. Apparently, did not take the shot. Um, I want to share the audio from that. 
I don't know if setting that up right now is going to give me time to do it. So I'm not going to try and rush this. I'm going to save it till after the top of the hour. Um, I also want to, next hour, I'm going to get into, did you know the, the new excuse for Snowflake uh, Gen Zers to uh, not do jury duty or even show up for work? is that they're so traumatized <laughs> they're so traumatized by uh, the decision by the Supreme Court with regard to Roe v. Wade and uh, it's going to get one of these snowflakes arrested the one who says she can't go to jury duty and it got the other guy fired who said he couldn't go to work because he was so traumatized because of the Roe v. Wade decision I'll get to that and uh, and lots more uh, coming up in the next hour so let's go ahead and take a break uh, rip on uh, James Kahn uh, and uh, this is the Rob Carson Show. Stick around, guys. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Have you guys signed up for Stamps.com yet? Well, time is money, and you don't want to waste uh, time or money with repeated trips to the post office. Stamps.com, you could skip the trip, focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right now from your computer, saves you money on the process. So you spend less time at the post office, and more time making uh, your customers happy. Stamps.com gives you access to all post office and UPS shipping services you might need from your computer and get discounts you won't find anywhere else. All you need is a computer, standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code NEWSMAX at Stamps.com for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code NEWSMAX for Stamps.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show, hour number three. Toi, trace, as it were. And uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to. I want to mention the podcast of the show. For those of you who uh, want to hear the entire show, you can hear it online. Uh, all of your favorite platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, iHeartMedia and whatnot. Uh, just look up the Rob Carson Show. All right. It's the entire show. It's, you know, edited, shortened up. It's uh, pretty, uh, it's very uh, compact. But it's the entire show. All of it. Guests, comedy, the whole deal. Used to be just a, a, a bridge, really a bridge version of the show, but now it's the entire show. We do it six days a week, by the way. We do a kind of a best of on the weekend, a compendium, if you will. And then Monday through Friday, we take the show. We post it in the afternoon right after this show. And if you want full details, if you would, just go to NewsmaxTV.com, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts, okay? And then also, if you get a chance to, check out the new lineup on Newsmax in the evening. I think you're going to find it to be uh, pretty remarkable, um, Rob Schmidt is, boom, out the ballpark. Rob Schmidt has a terrific show. I put him up against anybody out there. Um, really, really just a measured, tempered, well-thought compendium of the day's news and, uh, and, and opinion. I love his show. Greta von Susteren is on at 6 o'clock Eastern now. Greta von Susteren. Again, if you want somebody who's right there, conservative, uh, strong journalistic, uh, uh, you know, skills, uh, wonderful, wonderful. And I think you're going to really enjoy the new Newsmax um, lineup. And then uh, my show, of course, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World? What in the World is a political comedy show. 
So uh, check those out if you would. You know, another uh, nail in the coffin of the left in this country. And, and, and let's, let's face this. Um, like I said, we have the, the class of 1968 who I've been talking about, and they're the ones who literally have sat around on uh, faculty lounges, and uh, they have been able to have uh, unbridled control of thought on campus for decades. And they've been able to, for instance, attack conservative speakers or run them off or call them uh, white supremacists or call any sort of criticism of anything racist or white supremacist. Now it's transphobic and all of this stuff. And, and they literally have run roughshod over college campuses across the country. Well, now those, those people, uh, the, the students of those people for the last, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 years are joining the workforce. Uh, many of them started social media. The uh, the millennials started, uh, for instance, Facebook uh, and Twitter as well. And uh, they went on to bring some of those leftist philosophies to the uh, ownership of those companies. And they have uh, done the same sort of censorship that they were able to get uh, away with on college campuses, but not for long. Facebook, by the way, Jeff Zuckerberg had a, uh, a, a company-wide uh, discussion, apparently, and said that you're going to have to get busy doing your work. Uh, because we're going to start laying off people. Uh, the same is going with Twitter, because Twitter has been an extension, ostensibly, of the faculty lounge. Problem. Shareholders need Twitter to make some money, and they don't want a bunch of stupid children saying that uh, you can't post stuff about, I don't know, men becoming women because their athletic careers have been failing and uh, beating the snot out of girls. Or, I don't know, maybe disagreeing with something about the government's line with regard to COVID. All of the things that are censored by Twitter and Facebook that we find out months later, you were right and you were punished and you were silenced for nothing. But listen to Listen to this. And, and here's where we say where 85% of the American people say the country is going in the wrong direction. Concepts such as merit and individualism are rooted in whiteness and must be challenged. Here's the problem. Um, there's a whole lot of white people in the country. And, uh, you know, we've kind of looked at our past. We've been introspective. And, and, you know, we've looked at the sins of the country and all this. And we realized that, yeah, we never owned slaves. And most of us came here because our parents came here after the year 1900. And their grandparents or whatever came here after 1900. They never were associated with slavery, never close to slavery, never benefited from slavery. And, by the way, the people who really benefited from slavery were plantation owners. That's about it. That's about it. Jim Crow laws, that was Democrat policy. Now, you can say that the legacy of, of, uh, of slavery was kept alive by Democrats, and you'd be absolutely right. But those days are not here. Those days are not here. So most people, when they hear words like merit and individualism, they, you know, they think those are good. And I would venture to say uh, most people of color would say, yeah, you know, you're right. You know, you're right. So... Um, L.A. School District requires all employees to take part in an implicit, unconscious bias training. From Tyrone Howard, a critical race theory advocate. Wait a minute, that's not being taught in schools. And professor at the University of California. 
California Public Records uh, Act request uh, said that it instructed teachers and staff to work toward being anti-racist by challenging whiteness. For example, those concepts include merit and individualism. Oh, by the way, uh, in California, some school districts are saying uh, BS, and now they are once again saying that uh, they're going to allow merit-based admissions. Yeah, San Francisco School Board voted for merit-based admissions after the recall of the left-wing board members. So this is all uh, falling on deaf ears. And when you look at what's happening in inner cities in this country, we're 13 times the national average, uh, black-on-black violence and and violent crime, and children uh, can't go to school, and those children who want to be good students at school are terrified of going to school, and many of them are murdered before they ever get a chance to be anything. This idea that uh, white is the standard, white is the norm, white is our default has to be challenged, Howard said in a training session. For example, merit or meritocracy assumes that each person operates and achieves based on his or her own personal capacity. And that's the way it is, right? It incorporates the notion that we put forth uh, the effort invested explains why some groups and individuals do well and others do not. Well, it's true. It's absolutely true. It does not consider historical factors or account for opportunities, advantages, and privileges to which some groups have access both historically and in the present. By the way, Rihanna, the uh, singer, she's African-American. She just became a, uh, she's a billionaire. She made uh, Forbes list of the wealthiest people in the country, $1.4 billion. And you know what her philosophy is? Work, work, work. Did you realize, and this is going to come as a shock to you, if you are believing what I'm reading about this thing right here, this thing right here, um, 99.9% of white people are not billionaires and never will be. But Rihanna and Oprah and uh, LeBron James and... Barack Obama's getting there. You know, he just got to sell another book or two or, you know, you get some sort of a podcasting deal to a podcast nobody listens to or a TV show that nobody watches. So um, uh, the the video says that the notion of individual runs counter to many uh, LAUSD students uh, own cultural norms, which say it's not about me. It's about we Uh, see that's that's uh, socialism, by the way. You, you can't, uh, merit-based is bad because some people perform better because they work harder and sometimes they're even smarter. But they don't want to celebrate those people. They want to bring down those people and bring the underachievers up. And they say that achievement is bad. Tell Rihanna that. <clears throat> Everyone could succeed in our society if they work hard enough, uh, along with men and women have equal opportunities for achievement, the cable network said. Identify the specific ways the constructs of privilege, whiteness, merit, and individualism may be present in your setting. Determine the immediate changes you will personally make, small or large, to promote increased racial and cultural sensitivity, inclusiveness, and awareness in your work. Yeah, nonsense. This is uh, some of the 85% uh, reason why 85% of the American people feel like things are going in the wrong direction. That's why. That's why. I'm going to hold the uh, Uvalde, well, should I? I just feel like it's kind of a non sequitur. <clears throat> I'll ask my producer for guidance on that. Uh, should we do it? Should we do it? Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> I, I've, been, I've been saying I want to talk about this, and this is powerful audio, and, and I hate to do the segue like this, but I feel like it's necessary. Um, we've had, uh, you know, we've had three mass shootings in the last three or four months. Uh, all of these places had gun control laws, nonsense. Uh, one thing that they would have saved a lot of people is concealed carry. 
uh, one that could have saved a lot of people was also uh, law enforcement knew what the hell they were doing. In uh, Uvalde, that was not the case for a variety of reasons. Um, and, and there's going to be hell to pay. Uh, with regard to the police department there and with t- regard to uh, possibly the police and certainly the family uh, with the shootings that happened on July the 4th. That said, the, um, an Evaldi teacher was there and he heard the police outside. His name is Arnie Reyes. And he laid there with his students dying and ultimately um, they were gone by the time the police got in. Here he is talking about uh, the experience and what he went through, waiting for the government and law enforcement to save him and his kids. I was getting the kids under the table. I turned around, and when I turned around, I saw him. But I just saw, like, the shadow, and um, and that's when I saw the two, like, the fire. um, And then I ended up on the ground as well. Now, I have a daughter in high school. And they had a uh, uh, shooter, an active shooter situation a few months ago. This shooter got into the alcove between the uh, front door and the door into the school. He managed to get into the office with a handgun. He shot the assistant coach, football coach that removed him from the team, and the police officer who was there. And the police officer shot him. All right? Uh, Would I be down with... Teachers in my kids' school conceal carrying. Oh, hell yes. You, you, you get hit and you go down. Mm-hmm. And what's going on? You know why that? That is because every concealed carry person that I know or have met, they've all been responsible gun owners who knew why it was important to conceal carry. In your mind at that time? I'm just thinking and waiting for somebody to come in save us this is what happens when you have severe gun control legislation passed in places like this um you always think you know something bad happening that the cops get there so fast they rush in and they help you you know and i was just waiting for that i was waiting for um anybody anybody to come save us We now know it would be a long and agonizing 74 minutes before police would enter Reyes' classroom. 74 minutes. You know how fast it takes to shoot somebody? Yeah. I've got more audio on this. Your phone calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. If the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's the Rob Carson Show. Did you see the video that's going viral online? It's uh, Trump, uh, Donald Trump unveiling his uh, newly redone jet. The jet that he has, a 757, and <laughs> it's about a four-minute video. It shows how it's been repainted and uh, taped off and everything. It looks, it looks fantastic, complete makeover, you know, and the whole deal. Uh, definitely looks a lot better than Nancy Pelosi on the beach. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to get that in your head again. But anyway, at the very end, it's funny. The <clears throat> show on the hangar, and not by accident. Did you see what's hanging in the background? Banners that say Trump 2024. <laughs> I just think it's fantastic. Oh, and I'm sure people are melting down on the left. They're melting down on the left. 
Oh, it's glorious. It is uh, glorious. Uh, and what's going to happen in November is glorious. We just have to do our very best to fight back against the nonsense this summer. Um, this uh, Uvalde uh, shooting is uh, incredibly troubling because the police had the opportunity wearing, uh, you know, carrying shields, wearing body armor, all of this. Uh, and parents actually attempted to go in without all of those things into the school and save their kids. And they were not allowed to do that. Some of them were arrested. It's kind of metaphorical in many ways to uh, what's happening in the country with regard to uh, law enforcement having their hands tied, etc. That said, uh, I have some audio. This is from uh, teacher Arnie Reyes, who was in the classroom. He's the only one alive, left alive in classroom 111. Here's a little bit more. And then again, this is about if you're waiting for the government to save you, no matter what it is, you're going to be waiting a long time. I mean, if you're just waiting and you, you just know in your heart that, that Joe Biden is just doing his level best to fill our, our uh, store shelves with formula and to fill our shelves with tampons because there are no tampons, and yet he's going to lower the gas prices. He's working as hard as he can. Um, you're fooling yourself. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But what is going to happen is that the country is still going to continue to go in a handbasket. It's a hell in a handbasket because of policy. But because you believe that, oh, that nobody could possibly do this in purpose, the things are going to change. Well, you're wrong. Teachers and parents waited for law enforcement to save children in the school in Uvalde. Didn't happen. Here is uh, an awful race. That they forgot us. I mean, they probably thought that we were all dead or something, but they would have gone in before. Some of them probably would have made it. If they would have gone in before, some of them probably would have made it. Can you imagine as a teacher laying there attempting to save your own life by playing dead? Because you're unarmed. You're a sheep. Here's more from the teacher. Officers feed away on the other side of the door. A lot of the law enforcement failed because um, they take that oath to, uh, to protect. I was in there to protect the kids, but I had no bullet vest or bulletproof vest or any tactical gear that they use, and they had everything. When did you realize that the children that were around you were dead or were not going to make it? After they shot him, and the Border Patrol said, anybody get up, let's go. Let's border Patrol. It took Border Patrol. Let's go, you know, like, try to get the kids out. See, I Nobody know. Nobody moved but me. I know that, the like, for instance, uh, New York. We remember New York. 350 police and firefighters went into the Twin Towers, and 350 of them were summarily crushed to death. More of them went in. Some got away. That spirit is still alive in America. Yeah, I, I read the story. This, this kid, uh, he's 16 years old. He sees uh, three girls go into uh, this uh, lake, I guess, or maybe it's near the ocean. And a 16-year-old kid, and he dives in to save them. And he did. He didn't even think about it. He didn't think about his own safety. He just knew what he had to do was the right thing to do. Clearly, something happened in Evaldi, Texas. Because most of us, you and me, and I'm talking women too, by the way, would say, I'm going to save somebody. That didn't happen. I don't know what it is with this police department. 
I don't know if it is the, uh, the, the generation of police officers are there, but I would venture to say that most police officers would do their level best to save those kids. It didn't happen there. I want to know why. Here's more from this, uh, this teacher. Officers feet away on the other side of the door. A lot of the law enforcement failed because um, they take that oath to, to protect. I was in there to protect the kids, but I had no bullet vest or bulletproof vest. Concealed carry would have been good. Or any tactical gear that they use. Yes. And they had everything. Yes. When did you realize that the children that were around you were dead or were not going to make it? After they shot him in the Border Patrol. Here is uh, so Anderson Cooper, actually, for the first time, said something reasonably intelligent. I, I cannot... I cannot believe watching this. Uh, the killer is splashing this man's blood in his face, taunting him to see if he's still alive, so if he could shoot him again, while police from multiple jurisdictions are standing out in the hallway, heavily armed for more than an hour, we now know. And What sort of mass psychosis caused that? I want to know why all of them did this. I mean... The mayor, I think, yesterday called it a cover-up. I mean, it is a, it's not, this is not a question any longer. I mean, this has just been, from the get-go, they had been covering this stuff up from the earliest statements that they made, whether directly lying about it or trying to focus reporters' attention on other activities that day, on anything but the most important activity. Yeah, and by the way, we see it. We see through it all. We know that something could have been done. Coming up. Spider-Man's now gay, and another character is about to become uh, that way as well. We'll share the details on that coming after this. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. I want to mention... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that uh, Gavin Newsom decided to spend some uh, wasted money in Florida to try to convince people who've moved to Florida from places like, I don't know, New York and, and uh, California that Democrats have completely screwed up. Uh, California, I used to think, hey, man, it'd be kind of cool to live in California. There's no way. I'd rather live in Venezuela. I've been asked. I've literally been asked, would you ever consider moving to New York City? I'm like, yeah, sure. When I decide that uh, not being able to protect myself and uh, have 65% of my uh, my income taken to taxes, yeah. In other words, when I'm completely out of my friggin' mind, I'll consider moving to New York City. Here is a little bit from Gavin Newsom. It's Independence Day. So let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote. Yeah, again, those are, those are lies, by the way. Not making it hard to, uh, to vote and just taking uh, sexuality out of classrooms. Restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. Okay, that's about abortion. It's not criminalizing women and doctors. That's a giant flaming pile of crap, actually. It's, it's giving abortion back to the states, and California could still be your abortion destination. I urge all of you living in Florida to kill your baby. Stay for the surfing. Join the fight. Or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom. Freedom of speech. (laughs) 
Hold on, hold on. They believe in free speech in California. Let that sink in. Uh, As conservatives living in California, let that sink in. Freedom to choose, freedom from hate. Uh, The the choice is abortion, by the way. And the freedom to love. Uh, The freedom to not say, well, the the freedom to, to not take a vaccine. Is that in there? No, it's not in there. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. Wow. Uh, people who choose to stay in California, eh, probably going to buy a variety of reasons, like Estelle. I got Estelle on the phone here. Lovely Estelle from Santa Clara, home of KSCO, our glorious affiliate. Hello, Estelle. How are you? Oh, hi, Mr. Carson. Well, I, I'm trying to hang in there with I the know. cost of... Hello? Yeah, I hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, I was, well, with the cost of the of the gas and trying to you know, to buy food. So Mr. Newsom, I hear now yesterday that he is going to be putting on a bid for the presidency. Oh, uh, dear Lord. So Mr. Kam- so Ms. Kamala Harris will be joining him for the vice presidency. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if, if, uh, if uh, Harris is going to be considered uh, for any office uh, at this point i i re- and i'm not kidding i really doubt that but uh, but i know that they've been talking about uh, gavin newsom uh running for president estelle as somebody who has lived under the uh, the heavy hand of gavin newsom what do you suppose the chances of him becoming the president are well we i myself will not vote for him but you will be surprised uh the spanish people really like him over here and uh so also this stimulus package yes. uh, will not be coming until October, and it will be a thousand dollars for the families and three hundred and fifty for single people, the poor people like me. And we we need some help from him, Mister uh, Carson. Yeah, we, I know. I know. Need, Estelle, the, the, the problem, Estelle, the problem is what they're going to do is they're proposing more spending which will only drive up inflation, and it's all about the election, clearly, because October is the, the last moment you can get the money. They're not going to hold on to it like Nancy Pelosi did until after the election because it would have benefited Donald Trump. And they're, they're thinking this is going to buy your vote, Estelle. Uh, I know that you're not going to switch your political ideology. You'll take his damn money because you need it. You need your money back, so you can, you can, but it doesn't assure in any way, shape, or form that you're going to support Gavin Newsom. Am I right? That's right. I'm not. I'm not supporting him because I signed uh, uh, the paper petition uh, two years ago. And also what he has done for people in the healthcare to get vaccinated. I had to get vaccinated or I would have lost my job. Yeah. That's well, what it is. I did not want to get vaccinated, yeah. but I had to. Because I would have been out the door with no job, and well, he cannot Estelle, force anybody. Now he's not going to force me anymore. Amen. All right, listen, we got to run, Estelle. Thank you for calling today. Best of luck. I know that you're suffering. I know that you were very close to living in a car, um, and and perhaps maybe we can get to a point where our, our listeners can help you out. You're the best. And I do appreciate your phone call today. Uh, I want to mention this here. I, I mentioned uh, a woman has refused to serve jury duty because of emotional stress over the reversal of Roe v. Wade. This is uh, another uh, Gen Zer. 
Gen Zer. Uh, these are one of those students that I was talking about on campus. They get their way and they get told and reinforced how awesome they are and they get trophies for everything. When they're in college, they, uh, they uh, become uh, leftists, devoted leftists, because that's the speech that's allowed on campus and they get butt hurt when people try to express a different opinion. Well, uh, Alyssa Wolf is, uh, is on TikTok and she, uh, she said that uh, jury service would cause her extreme emotional distress and her opinions would be completely biased. The, uh, the video has been seen by 2.6 million, well, 2.6 million times and has received a lot of, uh, of, a lot of, uh, a lot of talk. She said, I won't be attending jury duty in light of Roe v. Wade and other basic human rights continuing to be taken. I no longer in a country that serves me, therefore I do not feel comfortable serving it. Um, I hope that she is summarily arrested. And I would say that uh, by, uh, by refusing jury duty, there's a real chance of contempt. And I hope she does. She might learn a valuable lesson. Also, um, a woke universal music uh, group worker uh, called the university anti-gay for fire him, firing him <clears throat> during a, a Pride Month because he was mourning overturning Roe v. Wade. Michael Lopez was fired from Universal Music Group after refusing to work following the Supreme Court's decision on Roe v. Wade. Lopez wrote in an email to 275 employees. And this is, uh, by the way, this is, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's not sedition, but uh, you, you are, you are a broadcaster with other employees that um, you want them to follow suit. Anyway, wrote a lo- uh, an email to 270 employees, uh, 275 employees on June the 24th saying he didn't uh, complete his task. It was mourning the overturning of the 1973 landmark uh, case. And by the way, if cases can be upheld, they can be um, uh, repealed and revoked. Lopez slammed the country for, quote, are you ready? Firing a queer brown person. Firing a queer brown person. So that was his deal. Um, so they fired him. Now, the same thing happened with uh, Netflix. It was too late for Netflix because they already bought into the woke stuff. And, and uh, Dave Chappelle was gigantic on Netflix. And, and a bunch of Netflix employees said they were going to quit. And they marched out in the whole deal. And Netflix finally said, you know what? You walk out the door, you're done. You are absolutely done. Bye-bye. And then, and then, of course, Spotify. Let's not forget Spotify. But your woke employees thought they would uh, stand there and they'd uh, <clears throat> rebel and they'd say, uh, we do not want Joe Rogan on here and we are demanding it. And they've been able to do that on college campuses for decades. That pitch a little fit. That's why I call them candy aisle kids. They're the ones who pitch a fit. And mom capitulates by saying, okay, I'll buy you a candy bar. Just don't embarrass me. Same thing's happening on college campuses and now in the workforce. And uh, it worked for a little while. But I'm going to tell all the little snowflakes who think that you can stamp your feet and, and uh, cry and all this stuff and you're uh, tremendously emotionally uh, uh, distressed by uh, rulings that don't go your way and you're not getting your way, uh, you're going to get your arse fired. Uh, by the way, Elon Musk just said the same thing. You don't want to work for me? Get the hell out of the company. Bravo. We need more of this. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you've got a kid who's kind of invested in that, they are going to face a very, very severe reality. And they're going to get their rear ends fired. Because this is fine on campus. But when it affects the bottom line and when it affects shareholders, you can get away with it so long before you're done, before you're absolutely done. Like I said, Democrat Rhode Island uh, Senator, 28 years old, Tierra Mack, posted a TikTok video of herself twerking upside down on the beach. 
And, uh, yeah, she's upside down wearing a thong, of all things, with her uh, rear end and her, her head in the sand and her rear end in the air twerking, which is shaking your butt, which is, I mean, let's just be honest. Um, uh, you know, some, you know, women will go to the gym and they wear ungodly tight shorts. And uh, they're surprised when men sneak a peek. Um, I hate to tell you this, uh, you're, uh, you know, and I cannot lie, you other brothers can't deny, that's, um, that's actually for mating. I just thought you should know. You want to get right, that's, the, the booty you did, that, that's actually, it's not there for just sitting. You know, you know it's just, it, mm, it's there. So she thought she could uh, twerk, and then at the very end, she, after she twerks on the beach like an upside-down stripper, uh, she, uh, she says, vote Senator Mack. And some people have a problem with it. I, I don't care if you, uh, you, know, you want to twerk on the beach and post it on your whatever, but uh, if you're a state representative, there's a thing called uh, decorum and uh, professionalism. And so that includes uh, twerking on the beach upside-down naked, or almost naked. That makes you look like a fool. But, of course, she's saying that she's the first openly gay woman, and, uh, and consequently, uh, this is all about uh, racism, apparently. Well, um, even con- you know, Democrats are saying that uh, they disagree. I'm not a conservative. I am disappointed. You know, disappointed. One social media user, Sherry Mann, says, how embarrassing to have anyone like this as a state senator. What kind of behavior uh, is this to stick your big you know, in the air and twerk, what kind of mentality, the kind uh, I don't want in government. I mean, seriously. And honestly, there is a point where you got to go, you know, this is just stupid. But it doesn't surprise you. Does it surprise you in our society right now where women literally bend over, shake their rear ends, uh, rub up against anonymous dudes on the dance floor? And I'm not trying to say like, a pr- I'm not a prude, but seriously, you put yourself in that position? Really? Is that a good idea as a woman? Do you think that you're empowering yourself? Because you're looking kind of like an idiot. And I don't care if she's a, uh, a black lesbian, the first of her order. She looks like an idiot. Unbelievable. And, uh, and her you know, complaint, I don't believe, is registering with the American people. Again, 85% of Americans say the country is going in the wrong direction. This is uh, another example. Another example. All right, so coming up... Um, I don't know if you do this. There's a gay Spider-Man. They, they literally are calling me a web weaver, not a web slinger, because he can weave, I guess. And I wish I were, uh, you know, I don't say, who cares? It makes Spider-Man gay. He's not it's sacrosanct. He's a, he's, a, uh, uh, he, he's a superhero. They don't exist. I hate to tell you this. He's a, he's a character. But, you know, at the same time, uh, leave him alone. Come up with your own character. You don't need to make Spider-Man gay. I'm not being homophobic. It's just sexuality never really played i guess you know mary jane i guess was you know kind of his crush or whatever but you know anyway so uh, another comic strip is uh, getting woke and and it's a comic strip that's been around a long time like it needed to be woke and also like anybody even pays attention i'll share which comic that is coming up also our brand new gay spider-man theme song from uh, jim gossett if you haven't heard it coming up you are listening to the rob carson show To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, in case you haven't heard, there is a gay Spider-Man. Here's his new theme song from Jim Gossett. 
Spider-Man, K-Spider-Man, the latest of front to Marvel fans. Yeah. LGBTQIA yeah. is the flavor of the day. Look, Look up. There goes Gay Spider-Man. Uh, is that a web? Gay Spider-Man, Gay Spider-Man, has a big crush on Superman. If you're offended, you'll be canned. Must accept a Gay Spider-Man. Look up. There goes Gay Spider-Man. He's super, but he's not if Superman. If you make him mad, you may just seal your fate. Uh-oh. He'll break into your house and he'll redecorate. It's not a pejorative. Gay Spider-Man, Gay Spider-Man. Don Lemon is his biggest fan. Loves to climb and loves to swing. Yep. Women, they are not insane. Look out. Look out. There goes Gay Spider-Man. There he goes. With his fake spider tan. There goes Gay Spider-Man. You know, uh, we just had Pride Month, and, and I've said this um, uh, time and time again, that uh, we are so eager, particularly corporate America, to pander, that they just ended up looking stupid this year. I mean, more than ever before. And that's not about being gay. I don't care about you're gay. If you're gay, who cares? Anybody who's ever known me knows that I don't care. I, I literally, and, and I, you know, I told my kids when they were born, well, not right when they were born, but I said, listen, uh, the soul doesn't have a penis or a vagina. I, I don't think that you can, uh, you know, do like soul uh, uh, transgender surgery because uh, we're all one after this life. So if you commit yourself to life with another person, then then who am I, uh, a sinner, to say that them loving one another for life is worse than anything I've done in my life? Like uh, Hunter Biden, anybody? <clears throat> Hunter Biden, anybody? Oh, did you hear that? He was in. A dad paid $75,000. Gave him $75,000 uh, $75, to go through rehab. And you know what he did while he was in rehab? He smoked crack and drank White Claw. They got, he taped himself in rehab in a, what are these called? A, a, a sensory deprivation chamber, which is a tub of water in the dark. And he smoked crack. And drank White Claw. That's, uh, you know, pretty grotesque. And definitely a reflection on the, the family, I think, as well. That said, you want to know who uh, the new uh, woke, well, I should say the woke uh, comic strip is? Oh, go, 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 go. Yeah, Popeye. Popeye needed this. I, I don't know why Popeye needed to branch out. It's such a... Very popular comic these days. Popeye's been around for 93 years, by the way. Yeah. So uh, Popeye, guys, guys I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, uh, nothing you do to Popeye and olive oil is going to update them. All right? It just, it's like, uh, you know, we really got to do something about Beetle Bailey. Uh, we got to really, you know, we got we to gotta make, uh, why don't we make, uh, you know, the, 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 the old guy, the colonel, why don't we make him into a transgendered individual? Let's make him like the comic version of uh, uh, Rachel Levine. So after 100 years, almost nearly 100 years in existence, Popeye is going to uh, get a woke makeover with the latest uh, cartoon uh, promising more ethnic diversity. They got, a new, uh, they got a new cartoonist. I believe he's under 80. 
Uh, more characters who aren't heterosexual. This is just what it needs. Cartoonist, cartoonist Randall McHolland described the Popeye character as being gender fluid. Uh, citing old episodes in which the plot required Popeye to dress in drag. Yeah, did you remember that one? Uh, you know, uh, during the early days of the strip, Popeye once met an orphaned girl who didn't have a mother. So Popeye dressed up like a woman and says, I'll be your mom now. I, I, I don't know if I've seen that one. And it's not a joke. It's Popeye being the kind he originally was. So, someone who'd uh, do whatever he could for someone down on their luck like an orphan. Maybe that's why there's all these people uh, changing genders, because they want to help somebody down on their luck like an orphan. Uh, that said, I always felt a little weird about Bugs Bunny. You know, remember when he became the Tasmanian she-devil? I felt a little oogie when I saw that. I never felt comfortable with it, especially the kiss on the lips and then the, 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 the uh, trap on the uh, Tasmanian devil's lips. And, uh, and Bugs Bunny also becoming the female opera character. You know, uh, kill the rabbit, kill the rabbit. Felt a little weird about that, too. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you know, not full-blown transgenderism or whatever. You know, it's part of the plot. But that's what the, you can get more of this in, from Popeye. I know that the outcry will be gigantic because there are tens of people who still read Popeye. All right, let's take a break come back and wrap things up. This, not meaning to insult you Popeye readers, but okay. Back to wrap things up in a second. Stick around. You know, I love me some rage against the machine, but I kind of like this right now. So Popeye's going to get woke, and apparently there's gonna, he's he uh, maybe uh, uh, maybe he's a crossdresser. Uh, can you see the uh, the new Popeye? Gug, 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 and he's in it with uh, with uh, olive oil. He goes, "Say, olive oil is that a penis?" Gug, 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 gug. I don't know. I don't know. That's going to do it for the show. Let's end it on a high note. <laughs> Have a great one, guys. Friday is tomorrow. Yay! God bless you, your families. And uh, and until tomorrow, as always, do not catch the stupid. Check out the podcast, The Rob Carson Show, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. See you tomorrow.